Welcome to the Essence of Health Tea Time Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Shayla Toombs-Withers. As a double board certified family and obesity medicine physician with over 12 years of experience in medicine, I teach motivated individuals how to achieve their desired quality of life while preventing and reversing chronic diseases. It's tea time. What part of your health journey is most challenging? Is it the actual effort of sticking to a plan? The cooking and the meal planning? The exercise routine? Not enough time for everything you think you need to do? Or the confusion of it all? If you said yes to any of these obstacles, then keep listening to learn how you can smash these problems just by checking your email. You check your email inbox every day already, but what if checking your inbox brought you better health instead of the stress it sometimes can bring? Well, I have news for you. You can improve your health, get a jump start on improving your health conditions, and start to feel like a better version of you just by checking your email inbox over the next five days when you join the free Nourish and Flourish five-day challenge. You'll get health tips, actionable videos, a goal and habit tracker, and healthy recipes every day for five days. Better health is the best investment you'll ever make, and this is only a small investment of your time. You have nothing to lose but everything to gain. The Nourish and Flourish 5-Day Challenge was designed to set the foundation for healthy habits for life. Say yes to yourself today and sign up now at drshayla.com forward slash NF challenge. I'll also place these details in the show notes. The essence of health is in you. See you in your inbox. On today's episode of the Essence of Health Tea Time podcast, I have a special guest, Ari Tula. Ari is a San Francisco-based entrepreneur and the co-founder and CEO of Elo Smart Nutrition Service, transforming food from the cause of disease to medicine. Ari is also an active angel investor with a portfolio of 40 startups, including Verda Health, Good Eggs, and Ara. Ari has held positions as CEO of Quest Analytics, the market leader in doctor data and network management, and co-founder and CEO of Better Doctor, a doctor search engine. Ari has an additional background in the technology industry and led Nokia's game and application studios in the past. When Ari is not working and parenting, he spends his time rock climbing on steep cliffs, pottery slopes, and taking on big cold waves that only Northern California can offer. Welcome to the show, Ari. Happy to have you. Thank you, Sarah. Great to be here. Awesome. So Ari, just share your story for us with this background that you have combining technology with health and wellness. What has inspired this interest for you? Yeah, thanks for, for having me here. And it's great to always, you know, talk about my favorite topic of uh, of health and human performance. Um, so yeah, my my story is not very different than many other tech entrepreneurs who turned into healthcare. It's uh, all based on my my personal life and and my life experiences. So um, in the past, there were incidents that you know we can talk about in a moment that led me to believe that you know the my time is best used in in working in the in the field of healthcare, and um, it's really 
a complicated world when you think about the health and the healthcare system in the US especially. It's never easy, but it's uh, very rewarding to be able to work on things that actually have an impact, not just on people, but people's health. And uh, as you well know, uh, when people get sick or they have a health issue, that becomes the top of mind and nothing else matters. So you go from you know worrying about uh, something irrelevant and then you get a health scare and that becomes the only thing that you think about. So that's why I really like about this field is that uh, when you help people um, and what I have done myself, I, I worked on uh, 10 years in an area of uh, access to care. So how do we help people get healthcare? How do we help people find the right care for them? How do we help them uh, to navigate the system? It's very com complex. So that was one area that you know I spent a lot of time, and it's it's very hard today still because you are at your weakest when you get sick, right. and often then you don't get the help that you need. You have to do it yourself, but you are just worried about you know every day. Uh, you are worried about you know even your survival, and then you have to kind of navigate with this very complicated system that can be very faceless at times. Exactly. And um, now for the last uh, last three years, I've been focusing more on what can we do before we get sick? What can we do to prevent illness in the first place? And I'm a big believer in the idea that, uh, uh, as you alluded, uh, food can be medicine. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, a lot of the chronic conditions today, the lifestyle conditions from diabetes, heart disease, to even Alzheimer, are dependent partially on our diet. And we all know deep down and we all know what our mom told us and it's just very difficult to follow the guidance from the mom or from your brain when we are living in a world of abundance when food is around us and often uh, highly processed highly uh, high in sugar and and that's the world that we are living and, and many of us are really struggling to be able to eat the right food Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's so much important things that you just said there. And one of the things that I like about what you do, even from a technology standpoint, is that, you know, people a lot of times, like you said, when we're sick or unwell, we're in the hospital or what have you, we aren't thinking about that technology piece. But me as a physician, I know the importance of the work that you all do, uh, because it does, it helps us to provide even better care and better access um, to heal and help people um, from that perspective. So yeah, all of these things play a part in our healthcare system and are so important uh, with the work that you're doing. And now even piggybacking on that nutrition piece that you spoke about, being the, you know, the co-founder of a product that focuses on improving one's nutrition in a more personalized way. Tell us a bit more about that and what have you found that contributes to optimal day-to-day -day performance and health uh, with you also being an endurance athlete? Yeah, certainly. So I think to kind of step back a little bit and give you, I always like to talk about the why and start from there because yeah. we can all read about the what on LinkedIn and, and the web, whatever, but you know, often we neglect the fact why people do certain things. And uh, for me personally, um, the reason why I got to healthcare in the first place was because, like I said, uh, family uh, experience, my own experiences. So uh, 2000, my, my wife had a thyroid uh, tumor that was found out of nowhere. Uh, that was something that, you know, you don't expect when you're 20 or something young, healthy, athletic woman. 
and uh, that led into a lot of different issues downstream. So her um, uh, tumor was taken out and then part of the thyroid together with it. And that led into autoimmune diseases, hormonal imbalances, a lot of these unknown unknowns. We don't know what they mean, what they do to you. And then uh, later we realized that those issues also led into challenges of, of becoming pregnant. When you don't have the hormone, hormone uh, balance in check, you know, it's very difficult to, to get pregnant. And there were some medications that inhibited the whole thing. So that became... Uh, the first big dilemma we had in in our life that what we do about that and we we spent almost a decade of trying to find a way to solve it and in the end it was not one thing but it was partially about diet and and nutrition we went into no no wheat no meat no uh no sugar type of diet and that was that's kind of the diet that is now helping a lot of people with different autoimmune diseases where you can lower the inflammation in the body and finally the body actually can heal itself which exactly. is magic in many ways yeah. and uh, now we talk about it a lot but you know this was you know over 15 years ago and uh, it was pretty new and and we had help from a very very great you know physicians who who were kind of looking out of the box and then later you know we we had to go to IVF and uh, we were very unlucky that our first son uh, died so there was a lot of you know drama in that that we, we spent so many years to to get there and then finally it was basically taken away from us. Um, now we have two healthy healthy children, so we are we are all happy oh. in the end. But you know it was a long long paddle, and that uh, made us both super users. And my wife is has a like a PhD uh, on her own on on these topics uh, by just being and, and and managing her own health. Right. And, and that made me a believer on, on two things. First, I realized that uh, the healthcare system is hard to navigate. And the second was that uh, food truly can be medicine and is medicine. And I have, you know, two beautiful children to prove because of that. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer as anyone yeah. can be in this topic. And for me, uh, I also been, I was a, I was a, I, I'm from Finland. So that's why I speak maybe funny at times. I still have an accent. Uh, but, you know, I, I played ice hockey as every, um, you know, proper Finns would do and, and on a pretty high level. And then later I became um, became a, a rock climber and and a hobbyist athlete, you know, a little bit of endurance athlete and so forth. I still try to, you know, uh, train 15, 20 hours a week uh, at the age of 45. And um, it's not easy anymore when you get older, you know, gaining muscle is harder, uh, just keeping your body in check and recovering is more difficult. So for me, the food has always been a very key piece. And we started, of course, to do these things a long time ago. And of course, you know, as a good husband, I, I went along and, um, and I completely changed my diet. And I've been on a, on a low-carb diet uh, for almost 20 years now. And that is the diet that I think a lot of people now are prescribing and going to when they want to lose weight, when they want to live longer. And I, I think that that's... That's been a big impact for my life that I can still perform pretty high level at this old age because I recover faster than almost any of my peers. And it really relates to the diet. Right. So that's a very key piece in a way that it's not only about like, you know, lose weight or, or, you know, try to live longer, but also performing better. And I'm, I mean, performance, not just about, you know, on the track or on the, on the bike or on the gym, but really it is for me about performing best at every day having the energy to be a good husband good father you know do great in the boardroom you know I, i'm 
involved in a lot of different you know businesses and you know you have to be on at your best to be able to cope where you do your work and then of course at the, as a bonus you also can then maybe run a bit faster or or, exactly. or, or hike the mountain better right. and then, yeah. and that's that's kind of the that's my viewpoint on this topic and 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 we can talk more about kind of the, the detailed learnings like how yeah. to do what to do and so forth but, but that's on a high level for me the why and and it's super important because if you work on things that you absolutely care about maybe even love i mean that makes your life much more rewarding and fulfilling Right. Yeah. And thank you so much for sharing your story and your life's story with us. That's very inspiring to you. A lot of the work that I do is exactly what you're saying is teaching people how to put more plants on their plate for their health. And there's things that you said about even just day-to-day performance. A lot of what we see and hear from people is that, you know, oh, I'm feeling sluggish all the time or, you know, oh, I don't, I don't have the energy to go work out. Well, a lot of that is from what we're putting on our plate and we are able to move more go faster go longer we're eating foods that are energizing and giving our bodies that that natural boost that we need and not consuming those foods that are causing inflammation and sluggishness and weight retention onto us so yeah that's that's so important and, and fantastic with what you shared even with myself, you know, being a triathlete and in the triathlon world, a lot of the athletes are more plant-based. And it's because, you know, with that level of, of training, what we do see is that you do, you feel much better when you're consuming more healthful foods and you are able to push through that next workout or, you know, that next race without feeling like you need a whole week of recovery <laughs> in between, you know, which sometimes you just don't have time for. Totally. Yeah. If you're frustrated with your weight, taking more medications than you'd like to, have been told that you are at risk for the development of a chronic preventable disease, or just are not feeling in the best of health, then I'm talking to you. Why? Because you're tired of fat dieting. You know it's time for a change and you want a sustainable plan to improve your health. If you have found yourself at this place in life, well, I have developed a program that's just for you. It's called The Essence of Health, and it's your prescription for transformation. My goal with this program is to give you the tools needed to create sustainable lifestyle changes within a group coaching setting, along with one-to-one individualized coaching to give you a personalized path to health that's just for you. The benefits are priceless. So join today. Head on over to eohcoaching.com to learn more. The essence of health is in you. Now, um, also just going back to some of your experience with health technology in that we just came through, you know, this whole global COVID pandemic and technology, healthcare technology was really put into the forefront with us having to do more telehealth uh, type of things. What are some other modalities that uh, maybe are coming forth or that you even have thoughts of that should be coming forth that could be helpful in improving healthcare accessibility for individuals? It's a it's a great question, and, and I started uh, Elo at uh, just before the pandemic or while it was starting. So I had no um, idea that it will take place, and I am building a company that is requiring few things to happen in the world that you can do what we do. So we we are building uh, AI 
driven personalization for nutrition. We are taking data from your body. Think about your uh, blood biomarkers or the variable device information we get from your recovery or your activities, your HRV, your sleep, and so forth. And then we take information together with that raw data. We, of course, do assessment like you do for your, your patients to understand where they come from, who they are. And then we use that data to provide people the right nutrition. And we have a feedback loop where we can learn and make it better over time. So that's the ELO in a, in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. And um, to make that happen and to make it possible, three things had to happen and had to happen. And they were um, democratization of the wearable devices and the data from our bodies. So if you think about, let's say, five years ago, very few people had, maybe few people had Apple Watch and some people have a Fitbit, right. but it was pretty basic. You were collecting steps, maybe some heart rate data, but pretty basic. And today we are living in a world where we can collect the data from a glucose monitor, understanding your glucose spikes on a real-time basis by a sensor you can put in your arm or your belly. Uh, we can look at your sleep in multiple different ways. Uh, we can look at heart rate. We can look at the heart in a much better way. If you think about Apple Watch, the AFib detection, for example, is saving lives daily basis. So that has been evolving hugely. And today, half the people in the U.S. have some type of a, a wearable tracker that they use, which is right. pretty pretty unique. And then the second point um, that we need is uh, we need to make and get data from your your body uh, by the biomarkers and biomarker of course like i i count uh, my my aura or my apple watch or my 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 whoop as a digital biomarker but normally when we think of biomarkers we think about uh blood test uh saliva urine stool uh, like biomarkers from your microbiome so we right. want to really tap into that real data that if you think about the uh, of course, for you as a doctor, uh, blood biomarkers are the gold standard. And most of the clinical decisions in the U.S. today are made after a blood test. So right. blood test usually leads into intervention, leads into operation, leads into medication and so forth. So blood is really the, the thing that you need in healthcare system to be credible. So we started to do blood testing in the beginning at ELO, and we test about 15 different biomarkers. And of course, that system has been quite complicated. We, we, nobody really loves to go to lab and we take, you know, five vials of blood. It can be scary. Uh, nobody really loves the fact we, have, we can do finger prick today at home. It's also a bit scary to do, a bit messy. So I think the, the biomarker testing, it has to evolve and it has evolved a lot. So there are millions and millions of people who are doing now testing at home. You know, you all have done the COVID testing, putting the swap in your nose too many times. And now we can actually get the results at home in some cases, like the COVID test. So we are not really there yet. But I think in the next five to 10 years, you will be able to do a painless test at home, getting a little bit of your blood, and then getting the results then and there. And also that data will then flow into your doctor's office automatically. So that will be a big, big game changer, I think, when it happens. And also, I think uh, there will be a moment when uh, the testing of the biomarkers can also happen in a way as like the glucose monitor is today, which is a real-time basis. Think about if you could get your cortisol for stress, for example, in a real-time basis, understand it. What if you could get your lipid panel tested every day 
What if you get your A1C tested, you know, on a quarterly basis, always at home? That has to happen and will happen. And it will really enable companies like Elo to do better work because it is all about the long-term trajectory. One measurement doesn't really matter too much, but if you get the many measurements and you can see the trending in the wrong direction, then you can do something about it. And then the the, the last point, I think, for us at Elo that was critical is uh, that the food delivery completely changed in COVID. I don't think we even fathom because it happened, you know, kind of gradually. But all of us have tried, you know, food delivery by Instacart or DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatnot. That was not the case, you know, five years ago. Very few people used it in few cities like New York and San Francisco. But now half the people in the U.S. have tried food delivery. And it works in every city more or less today. And that enabled companies like Elo to actually not only, you know, guide people, but also deliver nutrition at the spot. And that makes it much easier. So you don't need to, you know, necessarily cook your own food, but you can actually get the food directly from somebody else. And um, and those are the three modalities, the, the, the biomarkers from your wearable devices, the, the blood biomarkers, and then the, the food delivery that will be able to make hundreds, if not thousands of new companies possible that are going to try to focus on the prevention, not on the treatment after you're already too sick. Yeah, I love that. And I, I personally would be excited to see the day when uh, we can have more accurate home testing for folks, because, you know, a lot of times people have work issues and they have, you know, trouble, somebody keeping the kids and all these kind of things and, and just have trouble getting those labs, even getting to the lab to get those labs performed in a timely manner. And like you said, and then by the time you draw the labs, they aren't, you know, real time. So now it's several days later, by the time you get the results, and then you're making decisions on something that you know didn't necessarily actually happen right at the moment for what you're trying to do so that would be great uh and then yeah the other you know with the wearable devices uh, the continuous glucose monitors have totally been like a game changer on the world of of nutrition and health in general i even have folks that you know i i have will monitor their uh, glucose continuously just to give them an idea of what certain foods that they're consuming and how that looks for them because it also gives that that mental feedback too with you being able to see those things in real time to say up oh, you know maybe I shouldn't have you know two donuts <laughs> if I can physically see that you know my blood sugar spiked way up there versus when I had that apple and it you know stayed more steady uh, so yeah just having those types of physical evidence can certainly be a game changer in health and it's a great example that you said because I think the the CCM the continuous glucose model is the first time we are getting near real-time feedback on what we eat. I mean, think about today for most people, it is about the weight scale. And that's a very pack view mirror view, a way of, of analyzing your body because it takes, you know, many, many months to, you know, see the impact on the, on the weight scale. But in, in this case, like you said, if you have uh, sensitivities for certain food, for example, uh, my my problems, I've been using a glucose monitor for three years now myself on a daily basis uh, to understand my body. And of course, you don't need to use three years. You can do one month and you understand probably enough to make life decisions uh, and change your behavior. But, you know, for me, white rice is a no-go. I spike dramatically. Um, oatmeal is a no-go. I, I used to eat oatmeal every morning. Um, I stopped it after I saw the date a few years ago. And for also for me, uh, uh, like tamales and corn are something that doesn't really 
function. It, it spikes my glucose. So I took those away. And then over time, you learn to kind of hack the system a little bit. Like if you add a bit of fat, you add a bit of protein, you cadence different foods in a different way, and you won't spike. And it's so interesting that if you think about like Italian diet, not, I don't mean pizza and you know, pasta, but I mean like how they eat in, in Europe, in many countries, in the Southern Europe, uh, in the Mediterranean, for example, they always start with the salad, pretty heavy on olive oil. And then maybe after that, they have a pasta. I mean, it doesn't spike if you do it that order. And then if you do a little bit of red wine, it also tends to spike away. But if you have the pasta only, you spike uh, dramatically. Mm -hmm. So there have been these habits that we, we created thousands of years ago that are the right way to eat. And now, of course, we often forget that we don't have the salad in the beginning or we don't have a glass of wine. I'm not saying you have to have wine, but you know, right. it's interesting yeah. that the wine is damping the glucose impact heavily. And one thing I learned that I talk quite a bit about is that there, there is this concept of ancestral diet. And, uh, and you know, I come from a, you know, Northern Finland where you basically lived with berries and, and game. Uh, it was like a foraging society still uh, 200, 150 years ago. Uh, there were, you can't cultivate anything like corn or, or you know, even wheat uh, barely in the country where you have six months of year has snow on the ground. So it's a very narrow diet. And then I come to this world of abundance and I have rice and stuff like that, that none of my ancestors ever had. And I'm spiking like crazy. Other thing, when you go to, you know, just in Japan, you go there and you look at people's reaction to rice. Uh, they can do rice uh, much better than I can because, you know, they've been eating rice for almost, almost thousand years. Right. So you have developed the, the ability to tolerate as a, and the, the kind of the DNA has morphed uh, over time to tolerate these things. So that is an interesting thing. If you think about yourself, maybe you have done 23andMe and you see where you come from. Think about for a moment um, the type of diet that your ancestors, not, not your father and, and mother, but, you know, your grandfather and, and before, what type of diet they ate. And that might be the diet that, you know, might be best for you as well. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, the other key to that, which you pointed out is the, the personalization part of it. You know, there are so many times where people might just Google this diet plan or something, you know, there's just no one size fits all approach to this thing. And like you said, just having things like um, the wearable uh, glucose monitor and you just being able to personally see for you what that, you know, nutrition might look like for you, because for you, you know, you may can have these specific items, but not these other ones versus somebody else. It may, you know, be totally vice versa in terms of how their body relate to it. And that's the other component of two of why I also got into health coaching as a physician too, to help individuals more personalize this guidance for themselves, because, it, you know, you do find so many people who just kind of jump on these bandwagon fat diets and just think, well, you know, I've, I've seen everybody do this, so I'm going to do this, but that may not be the best thing for you. And the diet, in my opinion, it's a uh just this sort of a silly word that we invented to keep it simple enough for our reptile brain to cope with it because there's so many different types of food so it is about the way to limit your eating to a certain box and then of course if you stay within the box you you likely end up eating maybe end up eating you know better foods that's kind of the idea but often the box is so narrow so complex that it, it's impossible for people to adhere to so one thing that we did at ELO in the very beginning, and you know, we are a company that will focus on 
complete nutrition over time. The first product we created was a, a personalized supplementation product based on your blood biomarker test. We realized that um, 120 million, more than half of the American adults take supplement pills every day, half of the people. And when we looked at the data, we realized that uh, nobody knows if they take the right ones. They maybe heard from a friend, maybe they went to a you know, podcast and then heard somebody doing something and then they copied the modality. And or then they, they went on the shelf and, at the, you know, the red stamp that says, oh, this is good for that. And let me just grab some. <laughs> totally. And, and then they went to the Amazon or Whole Foods or, you know, vitamin shop and they bought, you know, vitamins and minerals. And men, especially, they often go to CNC or somewhere and then they buy this black bottle, say that like ultimate power or muscle or whatever, right. lipido, which is, uh, which is bullshit. Um, but, you know, the, the point was that, you know, that's what people do today. And, and many people, most people believe that there is value, but they, they truly don't know what they are taking. So I was trying to like with the team come together, can we build a product that would make sense out of this mess? And the uh, only way really to know what you need is to do a blood test and analyze your health. And that's what we did. And we realized that 80% of people have deficiencies in the nutrition today, mainly vitamin D, B12, iron, and also then looking at your lipid panel, looking at your A1C, looking at your homocysteine. We, we saw issues on 80% of people and the first you know, few thousand people we tested. And, and that to me was like uh, eye-opener. And then we immediately uh, realized that because we asked on an onboarding flow, what medication people take, we ask what supplements they do today, we ask how they eat. And we realized that most people are taking wrong supplements today that do more harm than good. Most people almost were taking some mega dosing of, of vitamins that make no sense for them. Mm -hmm. And we realized that many people, half the people who come through LO, they are taking some medications. And we realized that many of the people are taking supplements that interfere with the medications. Nobody had ever asked about that. They never talked to the doctor what they're doing because they think it's like safe and food, whatever. Right. So because those are the kind of the big counter, signs. They automatically feel like, oh, you know, I can just buy it off the shelf. So surely it must be safe. hundred <laughs> percent. And, you know, nobody ever really had the system like we do where we, we look at the medication against, you know, uh, our uh, supplements, and then we basically take them away automatically if they interfere with medication. We always err for the medicine. So we take the supplements away. We tell people not to do certain things that can interfere. But that's what we did. And, and now we have people who come to LO, and at the six-month mark, many of them have eradicated those uh, deficiencies by taking the right things. And every day, our AI is optimizing the right dosing and there are things that people don't know, like many people here, I think, who listen, they take um, stuff like green tea extract or they take um, herbal uh, supplements and so forth. They sound super safe and many of them are, but they don't realize that often you have to cycle in and out. Mm -hmm. So it's not the right way to do that. You, you pick something and you take it for the next 10 years every day. You should have like a one quarter, then have a one month you know, off and then continue again. That's the right way to get the benefit. Nobody knows that. Amazon doesn't tell you that when you buy the supplements <laughs> in, a, in a big container, but we do it automatically. And, and the beauty, I think what we have done is that by delivering people these you know, simple pouches every day, we take the complexity away. You can have up to seven pills per day. I mean, that's quite a few already, 
not the most fun to swallow, but the ease, ease of having the daily pack coming to your way every month. And then we automatically change it based on the data. And then we, we tell you exactly what we learned. We are as transparent to you as we are to ourselves. And if something didn't work, we also tell you that, and then we try something else. Uh, so that's kind of the, the idea. And I think the one key piece we did also that I think you appreciate is the fact that we added uh, the health codes because we believe that there has to be a human touch. There has to be trust involved. There has to be ability to lean on somebody. We all know that a personal trainer works because if the personal trainer is at the gym waiting for you, you have to go there. Exactly. And that you have works, that accountability you know? that you know. Exactly. Yeah. They don't, all, all the time you learn to do the thing yourself, but having the accountability of somebody waiting for you there and, and putting you through the motions works. Same applies to health coaching, same applies to dietitians, nutritionists. And that really has been a big impact that you know, many of our members, they really utilize the benefit. So we have, Elo has an app and you can talk in an app directly to your, your personal coach whenever you want, 24 seven. And a lot of people use that on a, almost on a daily basis. And they are the ones who get the biggest outcomes. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, we'll wrap this up. Any last tips that you like to leave with our audience today? Yeah, I think, you know, one thing that like I already said, you know, we, we often uh, heard good guidance from our moms and uh, we often didn't listen or don't remember it anymore. <laughs> but the basic idea of good health is not that complicated. It's a lot about the combination of uh, of recovery and sleep. I think that's one of the most important building blocks because if you are well-rested, you don't get urges to eat the wrong things. You have more time to digest. You have more time to decompress. You have more time to you know, uh, make your brain work better. So that's to me the key piece. And I mean, I tell a lot of people, not only because I'm an investor in the Oura Ring, uh, the sleep tracker company, but uh, I, I really recommend people to to focus on the sleep a bit more. Mm -hmm. And only way to improve your sleep truly is to go sleep earlier. Go sleep an hour earlier, and I think you your life will improve dramatically. The second area that I think you know we already talked about is the is the food and nutrition very important factor. And I dare I often say to people that you know don't eat too late, don't eat after seven p.m. or drink alcohol after seven p.m. And you sleep better and that becomes a positive feedback loop and then lastly i don't think you need to exercise or like you know i'm a i'm a bad example in a way that i i i'm burning the candle i think too much at this age but you need to move and it's not about running or, or being fast or at the gym but moving walking going outside and that has a huge impact on your health but i don't think many people they won't when they try to change their health trajectory they they get the personal trainer and they go too deep into that. They get insert whatever, and then they stop over time. I mean, that's if you don't sleep properly, if you don't eat well, the exercise really doesn't matter, in my opinion. Right. It can help, but you have to get the basic building blocks in place first before you can really, you know, fix the whole thing. 
Exactly. Yeah, I, I love all of those tips. You know, one of the, the foundations uh, that I, I teach uh, through Essence of Health is even the concept of mind-body balance. And it's a lot of what you talked about. So, you know, having your nutrition as well as your movement, as well as your sleep and your mental health at a sound level, because all of those things are going to interact and interconnect with one another. And once we have that balance, then that will really optimize our health. So so thank you for just really yeah honing in on those points and sharing and those with us. And so how can uh, folks learn more about LO Health and connect with you? Yeah, you can, I can, I, I can be found very easily on the, on the Google Ari tool. I think I'm the only one with my name. So uh, <laughs> first page is probably me. And, um, and LO Health, you can, you can find it at elo.health, uh, not elo.com, elo.health. And um, you can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, elsewhere, elo.health. And, um, Today we have, we have two products out. Uh, one is like I discussed the uh, supplements that are optimized based on the blood biomarkers. And another one is uh, a personalized uh, protein product that you know we add uh, supplements, green powders, uh, electrolytes into a protein. We make it custom to you. And uh, that's based on the wearable device data, for example, that you know if you go to a workout, we notify after workout how much protein you need so you get the right dose to the right time. Uh, that's, I think, uh, one interesting one. And we have a few more products coming out this year that are going to be super exciting. So uh, I would love to have, you know, you try and, and test us if, you, if you're interested. Wonderful, wonderful. And I'll be sure to put those things in the show notes for our audience too. Well, Ari, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure chatting with you today. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you for joining me today on the Essence of Health Tea Time podcast. Click the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform so that you never miss a moment of the Essence of Health Tea Time podcast. Check out the show notes to obtain your free tips for healthy living guide to get you started on your health and wellness path. Follow me on social media at Essence of Health Wellness Clinic on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and at dr.tw at eohwc on TikTok. Interested in becoming a member of the Essence of Health Coaching Program? Well, head on over to www.eohcoaching.com. The Essence of Health is in you.